Streaming now only on Peacock. Five rich and famous international soccer stars. They have everything except love. I think girls in the past have gone for me because of what I've got. That's why we're going undercover. We're setting them up with single American women. They don't know we are famous. They don't know we are rich. And they'll have to hide their true identity. What do you need for work? I'm an ad salesman. (laughs) Oh, God. What am I doing? Love Undercover. New series streaming now only on Peacock. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast on our Europod midweek special. Well, we'll look back and react to the games, uh, the first leg games of the knockout stage of both competitions in, in European football, the Europa League and the Champions League, of course. And we'll start, my friend Robbie Earl, mm. with the big game, the Bayern yeah. Munich game against Arsenal, first leg at the Allianz Arena in Munich, where mm-hmm. Bayern Munich um, brushed aside Arsenal 5-1 with a yeah. stunning second-half performance and probably more stunning second-half collapse from Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. I'm not sure that where we go from here. We've kind of both spoke a lot about Arsenal, mm-hmm. what we think should happen to the football club. But let's just, let's just look at the game and let's, let's talk yeah. about the game and, and how it looked like, Rob, in the first half that... It wasn't that much in it. Arsenal got back no. to 1-1 one, one, um, in a decent first-half display. Yeah, it, it almost felt like a Brexit moment, like Arsenal out of Europe again. We've seen it so many times now, Robert. It, we get to the knockout stages. Mm. People are pointing to the Koscielny injury early in the second half that, that disrupted the team. Gabriel coming in, and uh, I think we've both said over a number of times, this guy looks like he might be able to come in for the odd game, but doesn't certainly look at the level you, you'd want and you'd expect. Um I think the worrying thing, Rob, is is obviously the scoreline tells you everything in, in terms of the game. But the worrying thing is, the day before, and I know we're going on to talk about uh, PSG and Barcelona, but the day before we saw a team that was tactically set up, that had um, you know, a decent group of players, but you wouldn't go say like outstanding group of players, but had worked, worked to, a, to a formula, had a team shape about them, uh, and stopped one of the best teams in Europe playing and then won the game. Now, Arsenal have the same opportunity to just go to the, to the Allianz Arena to buy in. It's not quite a, a top firing buy in when Muller's on the bench and Lewandowski hasn't scored uh, as many goals as he normally does. This isn't a buy in that are red hot. And, and when Arsenal go there and you're thinking, OK, Arsenal, it's a day when maybe, listen, you certainly take a draw. Uh, you know, a, a one goal lead going back to the Emirates would be brilliant. But, you know, even a one goal defeat isn't the worst thing in the world. But you're thinking, come on. You know, there's been all this talk about Europe. There's been all this pressure on the manager. There's been all this talk about you as a group of players. Go out and show us tactically, technically, mentally that you can live on the big stage with a big team. Rob, it was a shambles second half. And I don't use that word lightly. It was a shambles. I mean, to be honest, a red-hot buy-in, taking the chances they took, one or two decisions going another way, it could have been six or seven. Mm. And there was times that one or two of the players looked disinterested, ill-disciplined, um, 
not focused on, on the job as though they didn't want to be there. And, and, and yes, you can have a go at players individually, but ultimately it's going to fall on the guy who, who's looking with pained expression was watching the game in the second half. It ultimately falls on his shoulders and just adds another layer to what seems as something that's inevitable now to me that, that there's going to be a change at the football club. Yeah, you, you know what, Rob? You know, we've, if we have talked about Arsenal forever. Um, mm. And I, I, I thought that we're, we've hit a new level where it's like, I looked at this Arsenal team in the second half and I guess I, I best describe it as they, they looked empty. They looked mm. like, like inside that they were empty and there was nothing really, no fight in them, no determination in them, uh, just just nothing, like, like an emptiness in each player and as a team that was just, mm. just finished. And it's yeah. a very sad I, – I don't know whether I've seen that kind of uh, vibe from, from, from a team for, for, for ages or, or ever, ever before. It just – I mean, Alexis Sanchez – I mean, we got we got to separate him off from this because he yeah, is an yeah. incredible fighter, an incredible mm-hmm. fighter throughout the first half, throughout the game, as a brilliant footballer and an yeah. amazing fighter and a, and yeah. a, a total example to everybody at that, that mm-hmm. football club. Now, there's no way in the world that that guy yeah. should stay with Arsenal in this current state because he's such on a different mm-hmm. level. And, and just on him, by the way, he, he's played at Udinese, Barcelona and Arsenal now. I can't think of any, um, I guess you'd have to take out Barcelona, but any other club around Europe, and I'm talking about all of them, from Bayern Munich to PSG Mm. to Juventus to to, to Real Madrid, whoever you want to say, would want to buy him. He's that good, he's in the prime, and he's a brilliant fighter. I just felt bad for him, mate. Yeah, I mean, not not least, Rob, in in the way that he takes his goal. He has a penalty kick that's saved uh, by Neuer. Mm. Rebound, he kind of miss hits, not... But then he gets on the chest, he smashes it in, he makes sure he goes. I've known players, Rob, there have been some players and big players who would have been like, oh, hands in the head on the first save, or don't make the second. Or, you know, there's a drive of this guy, there's a determination. He must sit in that dressing room after the game and he must look around and think, what am I doing here? Yeah. What, what, what am I doing here? Because yeah. sweat would be dripping off him, his shirt would be wringing wet. He must look around and think, oh, is, are these guys. Forget ability, because we can we can forsake it. Are these guys as committed as me? Do these guys want to win as much as me? Do these are these guys prepared to put in what I've put in? And 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 if he's starting to to feel that the, the answer is no, then obviously with, with such a small time left on his contract and things as they are at the football club, um, it's going to be difficult for them to also to keep him now. You know, all talk about nothing's going to be done till end of the season. And, that has to be right because we've seen Sir Alex Ferguson once at Manchester United talk about retiring and we saw what effect that can have on a football club. So I, I don't think it, you know any kind of statements are going to come out anytime soon. But Arsenal Football Club have from now till the end of the season to start doing their business and start getting their house in order. And that excludes Arsene Wenger possibly being part of the process because maybe in some respects that's been the problem of Arsene Wenger has had so much influence on so many decisions at football club. It's almost like the, the, the club are, 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 are shocked now. They, they can't move without the great man, you know, doing his things. And it's obvious at the moment, he's not pushing the buttons, Robbie. His team are not responding in the way that, 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 that you would want. There's nothing. I mean, somebody said to me that you could take a middle-of-the-road Premier League team, go to buy in, you know, 
park the bus a little bit out of tactic and maybe lose two or three. This is Arsenal Football Club, who were one of the, the biggest superpowers in European football, getting almost like well, taught a lesson, you know, Robert. Taught a let's lesson. Give, let's give you this angle, Rob, right? A different angle on this. Okay. Mm. So let's 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 put aside the, the spirit and the determination yeah. and the, yeah. the mental strength, okay? Let's put yeah. that aside, right? Okay. Is, 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 is this team very good? Are the players very uh, good? We, 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 we have had this, haven't we? Well, I, Listen, you know, this, this, this who's, who's a good player? Who's a good player there, apart from Alexis? Let me tell you who's a good player. Mesut Ezel's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player in, in the correct team because he's lazy and he's, he's a luxury player. Who else is good? He's a good player. Uh, Granite Jack, I think, can be a good player. Is he? Or is he average? Rob, is he a Southampton uh, 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 player? Is he a Southampton no, player? No, no, he's better than that. I don't know if he is better than that. You're I don't talking know you about him on, you're talking about the, these players on, on bad days, not motivated, not I driven. Know. I don't know, Rob. I don't know if I've seen him in brilliant days. Francis Cochrane. I know Bellerin is, 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 is a decent fullback. He's quick. What he's, else? He's a, decent, he's a decent fullback at this level and, and he'll get better. He's, a young, he's young, he, okay. he'll grow. So he's not he'll great. So he's, so he's got you've got, got, a, good, you've got a good goalkeeper. You've got a good Mas- goalkeeper. Yeah, you have. Mustafi. Is it all that? I'm, I'm kind of holding my judgment, but I think he's a better player than what he's shown up. I think what you're saying, and, and listen, I get your point totally, you're looking at players who are low in confidence, who are low in mot- seemingly motivation and, and no drive. So you're seeing players, it's like saying, where Leicester last season and this scene. It's like seeing, saying, where was Chelsea last season and this scene. Chelsea are the great example of showing what my manager and what motivation can look like. How you can be different. How yeah, Eddie Nazar can go from play, playing yeah, to... players, the champions, Rob. They've shown that they can be champions. Arsenal have never shown that they can take that step. Not, not, not champions, no. But I don't think, Rob, I think two or three signings to this football team makes them title contenders. There's not, they're not that sure. When Leicester City can win it, they're not that sure. They're not so, that sure. Yes, I said the one thing they haven't got, and it's through the club. And I know you said something at the weekend I thought was, was, was really interesting when you said uh, there's no fear through the, through the football club, whether it's the owner who's, who's comfortable, the yeah, manager's comfortable, the players get comfortable. The other thing I said that this club have got, it's got no nasty. Hasn't got a nasty bone anywhere. The, the owners aren't nasty and ruthless. The well, manager's not nasty. And they haven't got a nasty player on the pitch. Anyone who can say, oi, Alexis Sanchez is the only nasty one. And, and in some respects... His frustration, people are sort of saying, oh, you know, his tantrums and that. He, you know what? I ain't, got, I ain't got a problem with the amount of tantrums because he's, he's putting in a shift as well. He's not just having a tantrum and, and not playing. Mesut Ozil's having a tantrum and walking around, around the football pitch. I mean, his stats and his numbers, and I know he's an easy target because they haven't got the ball and he, he's not particularly a worker, but he's got to do more, Rob. He's got to do more in a team that's struggling because he's a top player. He's, he's a quality player. He's one of those you're building, you're hopefully building teams around. Just, just on Arsenal Football Club, right? And, I, mm-hmm. and I've had this this thought now for a few weeks, and we haven't really had a chance to kind of discuss it in any way. But yeah. Yeah. My, my kind of thought is that, that Arsenal now, on, on the stage of, of biggest clubs around Europe and, and world football, is becoming almost irrelevant, less less important, not taken wow. seriously. It's a huge yeah. football club. It's a big stadium. Yeah. Um, but they're not... It's like 
there's something that they're getting left behind, Rob. It's Arsenal now that are drifting into... Uh, they're a decent Premier League side that play some nice football, but they're not serious contenders to win a title. They're not serious challenges in European football. And yet it, it, it produces a lot of money. They're expensive seats. They've got huge commercial revenue. The Premier League TV money, the year-on-year -year Champions League TV money, it's not... It, it, they're becoming irrelevant. Now, I want to take it... Ooh, so, yeah, so that's... Let, let me just go on that, because that's a big statement, irrelevant. And, and I, well, I disagree with you, and I, again, I, I get the sense of where you're trying to go and say, in terms of irrelevant, I think the other top four teams don't really feel Arsenal as, as they could win it this year. I think they think they'll be in the top four mix, but they're not going to win it, if that's irrelevant. But in terms of the fans, Rob, in terms of the global draw of a football club, right. Arsenal's not irrelevant. Well, it's not relevant. Let me tell you. It's less relevant. The football is less relevant. The football club isn't. And that's the, that's the disconnect. The, the, the fans, the, the, the merchandise, the, the, the turnover, the, the, their appeal across the globe is still in there with the two I'll tell you clubs. something. I'll tell you who's, who's relevant. And I'll tell you who yeah. sells more shirts. And that's data and fact. And I'll tell you who's a modern, becoming a modern superpower in the game is Chelsea. Che Chelsea have overtaken Arsenal in London as being the club, the team around mm. Europe that people respect. Not sure, Robert. Not I, I sure I agree. I, I don't want to see. <laughs> Probably losing respect. And, 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 and I get on the football side, but you're talking about a football club that's steeped in history. Is is had like yeah, but history, Rob. I, I, I don't see where that history takes me. but with the right, with another guy installed, that all comes back, Rob. You can't buy that. That that that's not irrelevant. That that's history. That's in the books. That's time. That the Invincibles, the Thierry Henrys, the Dennis Bergkamp. You know that doesn't go away. That and, and as soon as you start winning, it's a bit like the Liverpool. Exactly. Liverpool on. But Liverpool aren't irrelevant. You can't ever say Liverpool are irrelevant. But they're, but they're behind, Rob, in the global Correct. kind of Correct. support of the behind. Is behind. behind, I don't know, the global support. They're behind in football terms. In terms of global support, I wouldn't say Liverpool Football Club are behind. I, yeah, but you, I think... Everywhere, everywhere, I've, I've travelled with the Premier League, and everywhere you go, you go across America, there are Liverpool fans everywhere who love that football club. You know why they love them? Because of the history, because of what they won, because of what it stands for, because of you'll never walk alone. That's what makes them relevant. Where the, where the irrelevancy comes is the 1s to 11 on the football pitch. Jurgen Klopp, given time, I think makes them rebel, relevant. I, I, relevant the maybe relevant. I'm talking about current yeah. day. Current day kind of respect from from new fans. I mean, this game has exploded mm, okay. over the last five or ten yeah. years. And Liverpool and Arsenal are not. You know, if you walk down the street where I am in the US now, yeah. people know of Arsenal. They know of Liverpool, but they're more excited about Man City. They're more excited about United. They're more yeah, excited but that, but about Chelsea. New, but that's new. But that's new fans, yeah, and so well, that's, you, that's you're always going to get that because that's always going to go. You know, there the may be left of fans because because they've won, and they do get that's the current. But I think. A different guy, a different look at Arsenal. Yeah. Back in, back in business. Yeah. Back and, in business. Back, just, yeah. Back current. I agree, Rob. And, and how about, so back on, go and swing it back around to Arsene Wenger. Yeah. With, with his body language and with some of the yeah. kind of comments of former players and people that we know and respect in the game, Lee mm. Dixon, I think, is yeah. getting a vibe yeah. that this could be it for him. How about this yeah. for a scenario that he goes to his owner, Stan Kroenke, or, 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 or wherever he wants to go, the board yeah. of directors, and says, yeah. 
Start planning. Start putting, start looking around because I'm telling you now to give you the best chance to succeed Mm -hmm. in the summer going forward. I'm not going to take this contract and we won't say anything and I'm going to keep batting away the pressure, but, but start looking around. Is that something, what, what percentage chance of that happening over the next two or three weeks? Do you think? I'm not so sure, Robin. The only reason I'm not so sure, because from what I gather, and again, you hear little bits and you see little bits, I think Arsene Wenger has is, is got this tie with this football club. But I think somebody else is going to have to have that conversation you don't for think him. He will never... He will I don't never think he walks away. I don't think he walks away on that. I think somebody's wow. got to come and have that conversation for him. And that, and that could be the problem. You know, I've always said it at some point, find a place for Wenger, find... Do you know what I'm looking at it now and I'm thinking, the more I think about it, yeah, I think break. it's time for a clean break because let's say, and I was creating a scenario, let's say you do keep him involved and next season the guy wins the title. One, it reflects badly on Wenger. Geez, the moment he's out of the seat, we win it. Or two, does he take any kind of pride in being part of it? It, it just gets messy. I just think it is time for the football club to take some ownership back from this man who's been brilliant for them for 21 years. Who's, up, who's created this team into a superpower to give them that. Now, now they're losing, as you say, a little bit of their relevance, uh, if that's the, the, the in, incorrect phrase, but we know what we're, where we're trying to go with that. But somebody has to take a little bit of that power away from him now and say, you've been brilliant for us. You always hold a, a place in this football club. You know, you built the stadium, you, you built this team, you've gave us some great football, you've won titles, you've won FA Cups. But now this club has got to go on to the, the current and the future. And, and Arsene Wenger's got to, got, to, got to step away. I don't think he goes, Rob. I don't think he's that, I don't think he's that kind of man. What I don't do you mean think that kind he, of man? He's got, he's got, you don't think he, there's a part in his so, body that says, so, you know what, I've taken this as far as I can. My I don't time. think they see that, Rob. I, don't think they, I think he believes, like every season, next season I'll get it right. <laughs> I, think, I think that, that dictator type, that, that I run the club, that every decision goes to him, that he's got fingers on every single thing. I don't think you look at yourself, Rob. I think you, you, you're looking maybe, I might change the bathroom stuff. I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to oh, do that, and yeah. then we'll be all right. And, wow. and, and that's what, that, that in, in, in the nutshell is the issue with Arsenal. It's why Arsene Wenger is sitting where he sits now without any real fear. Wow. Yeah, and I know he gets a big salary, but I, I mean, if he does, I, I guess, listen, there's a few weeks to go yet. He could power yeah. on, he could finish strongly and finish in the nah, top four. It, 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 something's right. gone wrong. Something's broken. Something's broken that but he it doesn't he, get fixed now. But you don't think he's going to walk away? You, you think no, about no. it? I, I think it might come out as a mutual agreement, but I think it's got to be club-led not manager-led, and, and that's going to be a real interesting one. Right. Listen, mate, we could talk about yeah. this. We, we, we'll yeah. see how that debate goes on. Let's move it forward to the game that was on Tuesday. Paris Saint-Germain, Barcelona. I mean, PSG have been like the wannabes in this in this Champions League, and they got so close to some fans, but never been able to make it. This was a big night for, for you know, Emery and, and, and his team to, to take on Barcelona at home, Rob, go toe-to-toe, and maybe not Barcelona on a great day, but that, that, that takes a lot from PSG. I thought we were excellent on the night. Played good football, pressed well, played through the team when they had to, played with a pace and an intensity. I mean, pressure on Luis Enrique as there is on, on Arsene Wenger. Super club like Barcelona, they, they don't do getting beat 4-0 in the Champions League. That is now they, they do their business. That's right, and and they haven't been great in the Primera and La Liga behind Real Madrid with, with more games played. Um 
Yeah, it's just when you look at that front three players, you, you know, mm-hmm. you automatically think that this Barcelona team is still going to be that amazing side. And, and you can look down the list of players that's been there. And I, and I, 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 I watched this team develop from, with Pep Guardiola when I covered La Liga. And I, yeah. and I said then when he was winning stuff, and I still say it now, it's the best club team I've ever seen, yeah. ever, that team. And it's still got the likes of Iniesta's 32, Luis Suarez now is 30, PK's 30, Messi's 29, Busquets yeah. is 28. So the, the questions naturally go to, is this the end of an era? Um, mm. I, I tend to think, I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest, I do bundle in Pep's Barca. I kind of still think, because a lot of the team players are still there, it's based on what Pep did to it. And, and certain players have gone. Xavi Hernandez was absolutely magnificent midfield player. Yeah. Danny Alves yeah. has left the football club. So it is changing. Mm-hmm. And I would say it is, it's coming to the end of an era. And, and you know, yeah. I'm not sure how Lino Messi... I mean, we, we, we've got our hands full watching Premier League every weekend. So it's not as though we see this guy every yeah. week. But if he, if he, for whatever reason, is going through a bad patch or he's he's tiring with the crazy amount of football he's done, then the team will never be the same. I, so I'm yeah. tend to thinking, you know what? I think it is the end of an era. It's still, they're still going to be a really, really good side, but not the yeah. stunning team that we saw uh, over recent years. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree, Rob. I, I think that was the halcyon period. I mean, that was just football from another planet, yeah. the way they were set up, the way they played, the movement, the, the drive to win the ball back, the, you know, the... The arrogance, where, you know, they leave the wide players out there and say, if you don't want to mark them, that's fine. They play through them. If you go out there, they'll hurt you down the middle. I mean, I used to say it was like, you, you play Barcelona, you plug one hole, another one springs up. You plug that hole. They would just test you in, 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 in as many ways. All I'm looking at now is, is maybe an ageing group of players. I think Puyol at the back was it was a big influence for them. That they'd not got that kind of... Of leader driver from 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 from, from the the central defensive position, I just think it is is key in in teams. Sometimes Rob as well, and, and I'm looking at the game, and I'm looking at Conte, and I'm looking at newer young managers, and and sometimes you wonder is as as, as tactics changed, or fluid systems a little bit more? Can people deal with a four three three in in a way now that it wasn't yeah. so much back in the day, and so you you know it evolves, doesn't it? At one time it was four three three that you know everybody played. It. Jose had it nailed down. Whether he played two holding one in front, one holding two in front, and, and control the game. Now we're seeing different ways. You know, four two three ones. We're seeing four one four ones. We're seeing different people set up new brighter minds, different ways of doing things. So the game evolves, and, and as the game evolves, you, you know, different players, and, and, and Lionel Messi, no doubt, and, you know, we, things have been set same at, at Ronaldo at, at Madrid as well, that, you know, they'll lose a yard sooner or later, as great a players as they are, they, you hit 30, you know, in the Wayne Rooney-esque type thing, it, it hits everybody, and it's going to hit those great players in time. So, you know, a um, lot of credit to, to PSG, you know. How good are they, Rob? Are they? I mean, we've looked at PSG, um, we've looked at Bayern Munich. Mm, I mean, there'll be two yeah. teams that were going in, you know, that we yeah. think are going a long way. Is Bayern that much better than PSG, or is PSG kind of close the gap in some way? I think they close the gap. I think there's an athleticism. I tweeted, I love in midfield. I think there's a drop. Yeah, just can, they can run, Rob. They can press. They can play when they get the ball. They can suffocate you in that area of the pitch. They they were very clever with where they allowed Barcelona to have the ball, almost set them into traps, won the ball, sprung out from there. So this is a this is a growing team, a young a lot of young sort of players. Maybe one or two with a little bit to to, to prove. You've got the, the Cavani up front who, who can continue to get goals. Um, 
with Zlatan gone. So this is an important team. PSG might just be a team you want to avoid. Might just have that kind of driving energy that, you know, even if Madrid get through, I think you might rather take a Madrid on this day than you would a PSG. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I look at both of these teams and I, th- I think they're really close. I just, with mm. this PSG, with Cavani up front, I, yeah. I, I'm a massive fan of Verratti in midfield. Yeah. Uh, Di Maria, I mean, the goal, I mean, mm. the way he's playing at the moment. Julian Draxler is a new, is a new player in this equation. Yeah. I, I think PSG, I, 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 I mean, I'll tell you, I, I fancy them to go a very mm. long way. I'm just yeah. trying to give you a definitive of whether I think they can beat Bayern Munich. And, I, and you know what? I think, I think over two I, games. I think they could get yeah. them. I think they could beat over two, them. Over two games, certainly, if, if they hit them before. And any, anything on the one that... And I'll tell you what they've got, Rob, as well. And you talk, they've got a bit of hunger. They've got a bit of drive. Yeah, they've they got did. a little bit of... You know, they, 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 they haven't won that kind of trophy. So that's going to be interesting to see how the Champions League sort of progresses as we go through knockout stages. And obviously, got the likes of Man City and Leicester still to, to come into that competition. Going to move the focus quickly to uh, Europa League football and, and, and important competition, really, for two teams. And, and, and I saw one of my friends who's a big Manchester United uh, fan tweeted something out today and said, this competition's the most important competition he feels that, that uh, Manchester United are in, in terms of if they win this trophy, they get that European uh, Champions League spot. So... Of course, they're not going to win the Premier League now. Maybe the Europa League might be something they, they want to do. 3 0 win against Etienne. Hat trick again for the great man Zlatan. Um, pretty comfortable in the end, although I thought one or two decisions maybe went their way. And one or two little defensive issues, Rob, just creeped yeah. into the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, 3 0 is, is, is a good scoreline, of course. Yeah. Uh, I thought Paul Pogba was, was really good today, all over the mm, place. Yeah, long passes were really good. Mm. There's d- definitely some fortune with some of the penalty decisions. The blint looked like a penalty yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't a, for me. It wasn't a, a, a free kick when Zlatan free went down. Zlatan. So I, I, there's swings and roundabouts. Second half they looked better. Some of the football was yeah. really really good. But there was a lot of opportunities for Saint Etienne. Mm. I was kind yeah. of shocked yeah. at how easily they got in behind United's fullbacks a lot. And I, and I know that United now are trying to be expansive and, and Jose wants to play this attractive style. But mm-hmm. on a different day, that could have been a bit of an awkward result. Um, yeah. but is, is that Shields right, Rob? I just wondered about the Shields because at times Fellaini played a lot uh, higher than I thought. I thought Fellaini might be the guy to just... Hold it, sit there and, and bring a bit of strength because Jose likes protecting, doesn't he? He likes his back four well protected. Yeah, Just I, wondering, like, it, the, the mix in chemistry isn't quite right in terms of protection back there. I, I had a good look at it, Rob, and um, mm. because we're always looking at systems and how they set up and what they yeah. do. This in the first half was, was, was a bit mental. I mean, they, they yeah. totally switched. Sometimes Herrera's on the right and Fellaini yeah. was the holding guy and Pogba to totally. the left. Sometimes it was Pogba in the middle. Herrera mm. popped up on the left. So those three, it seemed to me, had a very, very loose remit of as long as mm. you fill in the spaces, those areas across the midfield. In that's, a, not usually, that's not usually no. Jose, is it? He likes to nail down that, that defensive He changed spot. it in the second half. He did change it in the second mm. half. Yeah, he yeah, did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he played in the hole and they played side by side. Mm. But it was so... It was... Yeah, I, I just not particularly convincing. But big Zlatan, Rob. Big Zlatan Ibrahimovic. How good is he? Oh, hey, how how good is he? I mean, it's interesting, Rob, because there was talking in the papers, I think it came out this morning or whether it broke last night, but seems like Napoli, that he's got this year extension, but it's in his favour, not necessarily the club. So he can decide if he wants to stay another year. 
Or he could decide that he may want to go and have a year somewhere else. And I've even heard MLS being 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 mentioned. One of one, you know a couple of the big clubs over here play to like people like Napoli. Have a look at him. I mean, they couldn't afford to lose him right now, Rob. You no. know, guaranteed goals. He he is the man. He's got to be loving it as well, Rob, hasn't he? Yeah. Old Trafford, yeah, yeah. Manchester United. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got the swagger, and he? The, the hands out, the kind of, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's only a hat trick. That's what I, I, I do. I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased, Rob, because mm. a lot of people, particularly guys close to the UK Premier League and, and don't really yeah. watch enough of European football, didn't really think he was going to be the man for United. Mm. Didn't really appreciate what he does on a football pitch. Didn't appreciate his abilities, his fight, his determination, yeah. his goal scoring. And, and, I, and I'm pleased that he's doing well because he's yeah. world-class. He has been for a long period of time and, and he's absolutely carrying this team in terms of that centre-forward position. Um, and they should progress. Just just on, on what they should prioritise, I still... Yeah. I still think it'd be very, very foolish to 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 prioritise the Europa League. You know, this is round of thirty two, they got round of sixteen, yeah. there's two legs, it's a lot of games and in knockout competitions. Yeah. Bad results can happen. They've got to prioritise a Premier League, Rob, because they are close to the top four. That's what they should make sure they've got their best team for, in my opinion, every week. They have, but I'll just draw you back to a conversation we had, I think, on our, our radio, Two Robbie's uh, football show on a Saturday, and we talked about who do we think the top four, and, and I think you, you were saying, I think we both said that we don't see United making the top four, Rob. So on that basis, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. if if they're going to make the top four, then fine, but we're saying, well, if they make the fo- top four, who drops out? Yeah. On the basis that they don't make the top four and give it all they go, they, you know, isn't Europa League... Carry a little bit more importance than maybe it it should do or or you would like it to do. No, it does. It definitely carries more importance. And, you know, I think we've Mm -hmm. seen, we're going to go on and and finally talk about Spurs in a minute, but both Spurs and United, Rob, played strong teams. There's a little bit of rotation. Not really. They're both thinking the same thing that we have got to. To, 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 to make sure we go through in this round and, and see what happens mm. in the league. I mean, there's a lot of games left. There's 13 games left yeah, in the Premier League. And who knows what's going to happen at Arsenal in terms of them dropping out of top four. Spurs are only two points ahead of Manchester United and not having a brilliant period at the moment in the Premier League. Mm. So I, I think they'll try and keep it going strongly in, in both competitions. And I think today at Old Trafford, that was a pretty strong team. There wasn't a lot of rotation yeah. there. Um, but they're certainly going to go through to the round of 16 and, and I'll see where they take them after that. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought Martial did quite well as well. It looks like, like he's coming back on I his like game. It. He's driving at people and causing problems. You, you mentioned Spurs. Like, let's finish the podcast with, with Spurs. Another disappointing night for them, Rob. A little bit off colour. As you said, it was, was the strongest pretty, pretty much team out there. Um, mm. A few little worries for Pochettino quite. At the, at the wrong time of the season, are they just hitting a little bit of a brick wall? I just thought they were a bit flat. Wasn't themselves. Yeah. I looked at Harry Kane tonight, Rob, and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, tell you what tonight highlighted to me, and I know, again they went they went re- reasonably strong. Is that the depth is? You know, I look at Mr. Sissoko, I don't see that as forty million plus dollars well spent. Yeah. I look at the centre forward, and I'm looking at Harry Kane, thinking tonight when really I wouldn't want him to play Harry Kane with a Spurs fan. Put his feet up, you know. Maybe he has to sit on the bench as a little bit of insurance, but. Give him a night off. There's going to be some bigger games, some more important days. Where I don't want Harry Kane having I mean, to fight and scrap and run and put himself and 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 take away from some of the big moments. So I'm looking at Pochettino's group, uh, and it's interesting. After his press conference, I went online to, to see a few things to say. Confidence was a big thing that come out. He said we're, we're not playing as confident yeah. as, as we are, which yeah. it's a bit of a worry. It's a little bit of a worry at, at this stage of the season. Let, let me give you my thoughts on Spurs, Rob. And let's talk about it because I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, 
I'm quickly realising with this Spurs team, right, and we can chat about it. There's something missing. What's what's mm. missing with Spurs? Mm. And I'll tell you why I say that, because there's something not right where in, 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 in key games, in important games, they don't mm. take control. They don't grab a yeah. game by the scruff of its neck. They yeah. don't, whether it's swagger they're lacking, whether it's confidence, it could be confidence. Mm. There's something lacking with this team that, that, that kind of like have us all kind of like, wow, Spurs were mm. good today at this game when they did this amazing and got young players. He's scoring goals yeah. and they've got Kane and this, yeah. that, and the other in a back four. But there's something missing in big games. Now, let my, the first okay. one, when I, when I get these kind of thoughts the first thing i do is think yeah. okay forget forget everything about what they've done etc look at the players look at the squad yeah. are they yeah. really that good is christian no, you're, on, you're that, under that good line I am. today i am and let me uh, finish i know this is okay, okay good. good yeah i know that deli yeah. is really good but is he, yeah. is he that good christian erickson is mm. that good and let me end yeah. with this one harry okay. kane Bear me oh, out. Stop, Bear stop, me stop. out. Stop. Harry Kane, is he that good a striker? In the yeah, Premier League, yeah. he scores goals yeah. last year. Excellent yeah. season. He's going to get a good number, Rob. But this is a different level. This is a different competition. Europa, Champions League. Is he an effective... Oh, are people knocking on the door to go and buy Harry Kane, some of the big, big boys around, around Europe? Yeah. Is he, 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 is he Harry Kane was no, I, I think you're that good it, it, it is a little bit reactionary to a couple of poor performances. Yeah, there's that more good? than a couple, Rob, isn't it? It's uh, more than a couple now. They've, they've disappointed. No, I, I know that, but I, I'll get to my, my, my final point in terms of where I think the deficiencies may come, and, and that's a, a whole different point. But I think they're that good. I think I think the top four, the top five underneath Chelsea, you could have that argument with every team with every player in the five teams. And the reason why they're not good is because they haven't shown or can't show the consistency that we've seen from Chelsea. And I'm talking at the moment at Premier League level. So you could look at it, Manchester City and say, is Otamendi, is he that good? Bakri Sanya, is he that good? Yeah, but we body, know body, that body, Silver body. is, Rob. We know that De Bruyne is. We know that Aguero is. Right. We know that Stur- there's a, I think there's a lot of players that we know are really, really good. I don't know whether... Yeah, Stur- but, but Manchester United, that- you, can have, you can have the argument with uh, Eric Bailly, Chris Smalling, uh, Luke Shaw, you know, you could go for five or six Man United players, you could do the same. We've talked about Arsenal, you could do the same. We're now talking about Spurs. I think they're good players, Rob. I think we've seen them on good days. I think they're good players. Let me tell you what I think. Well, let me tell you what I think misses or the thing you're saying it, 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 is short. I think it's know-how. I think Manchester United over the years, when they were dominating football, had no how long. We I played against teams at stars, and they said they had no. They there was times where our game was imposed on them, and we'd be getting balls in the box. And they knew to live through that bit. We were going to have twenty minutes. They knew to see our twenty minutes off, and eventually they'll come and beat us. I don't think Spurs have that know how amongst the group. Now it's interesting because you always talk about champions. There's lots of play, players who I think are going to become champions, but they haven't got that many champions in that group. They haven't got that many who, who, who've won titles or, or, or can lean on things. You know, if, is there anybody who'll ever say, Cal Walker, sit in for a little bit. We don't need you going on. Mm. I'm not sure if they've got that, 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 you know, where you had your Gary Neville and, and, and the personality, where you had Roy Keane, where you had Paul Scholes, who was intelligent football, knew what the right things to do. When you had Teddy Sheringham, you know, I think of, of Harry Kane as a Teddy Sheringham-esque player. I think he, he, he can score goals. I think he can hold the ball up, and I think he's Italian. I think when the, I think he gets overworked. I think these days he shouldn't be playing. Mm. And I think there's times when the team don't look good, he can look a little bit 
off his game because he's not getting service and they're not buzzing. But there's too much responsibility on a 23-year-old kid who's got 20 goals now in the last two calendar years. Too much responsibility on him. Yeah. He needs help. He yeah. needs some help. No, I think that's a good point, mate. I think that's a really good point about know-how and, 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 and finding ways to win and mm. to be better and to dominate Ghent more or to go to certain games and to do a better show against Chelsea more. So I think that's a good point. But I, I guess, you know, how do, we get, how do they get that? No, they've got to find yeah. a way to win something, Rob, and maybe a trophy with these young players, yeah, with this I manager. Think, you know that what? will make a you, big difference. You've hit it right on the head. I think a trophy, I think a League Cup... St- even well, is a trophy, Rob. An FA Cup is a trophy. Winning a trophy, Europa League might be important to win a trophy, have that as a group. Then, you know, Jose Mourinho, I always go back to 2004 when I watched a lot of Chelsea when I first got in the media. Jose Mourinho came to English football and said he's going to win the League Cup on in February, the end of February, to win his first trophy. To touch, so that group of, so that dressing room knew the feeling of winning. After that, he went on to win the titles and the rest, they say, is history. But the first thing he did was won his first trophy in the soonest time he could in English football. And it set that team up, and I think they grew from there. So, yeah. certainly a, a lesson for, uh, for Spurs as well. Listen, mate, we've, we've cracked on with that one on a, a, a mixed bag of, of European adventures in a week where Barcelona and Arsenal got battered. Spurs slipped up and Manchester United cruised due to Ibra. We'll be taking a break this weekend due to the fifth round of the FA Cup. But please, if you like what you hear, rate and review the Two Robbies podcast on iTunes. The ratings help to increase our ranking and visibility, which in turn allows more football fans to discover the show. But for me, Robbie Earl, and him, Robbie Musto, thanks for listening, and bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Com.